Welcome to the Royal Caribbean Blog Podcast, a weekly look into the world of Royal Caribbean cruising. I'm your host, Matt Hotchberg, and this is episode number 16. If there's one topic that has really captured the imagination of Royal Caribbean fans lately, it has to be Royal Caribbean's next cruise ship that's under construction, Quantum of the Seas. This brand new ship is also a brand new class of cruise ships, so this week we're going to preview this new ship, share what we know, what we think we know, and what we have yet to find out. Here we go. So Quantum of the Seas will be the first of a new class of cruise ships that Royal Caribbean is building, and I have to admit, I'm really excited to see what the ship holds in store for us. So let's start with the details about this new ship that we do know. Quantum of the Seas will be part of the Quantum class of ships, which was originally known as Project Sunshine. Now, Project Sunshine is something of a code name, and code names like Project Sunshine are common in the cruise industry, and it's a name that the cruise line uses to refer to new builds before they're ready to be given a real name. As an example, prior to the Oasis class getting its name, it was known as Project Genesis. So, a little tidbit for you there. Now, Royal Caribbean announced back on February 11th, 2011, that it had ordered the new ship that would later be known as Quantum of the Seas. And we had known a little bit that Royal Caribbean was probably going to be doing something a little bit before that, and they formally announced it back in February. Now, the ship is being built at Meyerwerft Shipyard in Papenburg, Germany. And right now, her first cruise is scheduled to be in November 2014, and she'll be home-ported in Cape Liberty, New Jersey. Now, Quantum of the Seas will be larger than Freedom Class, but it's going to be smaller than Oasis Class, so this will not be the largest cruise ship in the world when she debuts. Quantum of the Seas will also be able to accommodate about 4,180 passengers at double occupancy, with a maximum occupancy of 4,905 if they squeeze in as many people as possible. Royal Caribbean has announced that Quantum of the Seas will have a sister ship called Anthem of the Seas, which will be delivered in spring 2015, and a third yet-to-be-named Quantum-class sister ship that will be delivered in mid-2016. Now, as of the recording of this podcast, there's also another option for Royal Caribbean to order a fourth ship in the class, but again, that hasn't been exercised yet, and it remains to be seen if they will do that. Now, in terms of what will be on the ship, there's a number of Royal Caribbean firsts, and frankly, Royal Caribbean has really done everything it can to like they often like to say, wow, their guests. First is the virtual balconies, which are 80-inch LCD screens that some inside staterooms will have that display images from the outside of the ship to give passengers the feel of having a view. Now, the screens will be broadcasting real-time images of the ocean or port, wherever you are, so passengers can feel like they're experiencing what their fellow passengers in balcony staterooms would have as well. Now, Royal Caribbean CEO Adam Goldstein admitted that they borrowed the idea from Disney Cruise Line, who designed virtual portholes from their ships. Frankly, I think it's a great idea, and I'm really excited for this feature because I really think it's going to make inside staterooms more desirable than ever before. It really is an innovative idea that is simple, really, in terms of its implementation, but really transforms it. And again, it's one of those things that's quintessentially Royal Caribbean. Next, we have the North Star. And North Star is an observation pod attached to a giant arm on top of the ship. This thing is is crazy in a good way. It's going to take passengers 300 feet up above the surface of the ocean, and it's going to offer amazing vistas to see all around your ship, which I think is actually going to be really cool in port. They A lot of the animations they've shown have been the ship in the middle of the ocean, but I think it'll be really cool. Imagine you're on these islands that, you know, a lot of these Caribbean islands aren't very large. St. Thomas is an example of that. And being up 300 feet in the air, you can get an amazing view of it. I, the pictures are going to be amazing. I'm just going to spend the whole time looking through the viewfinder. I'm going to have to have someone remind me, oh, yeah, Matt, you should probably actually look outside. 
There's also going to be Cplex and Entertainment Center at sea. And this is a multi-purpose venue that's going to offer a lot of things. There will be bumper cars. Yes, bumper cars. Full-size indoor basketball court. Flying trapeze school. And roller skating area. Now, the second level of Cplex will also feature, quote-unquote, food truck casual dining. Along with table tennis, air hockey, and foosball tables. Now, it sounds like the ice skating rink is gone from a Royal Caribbean ship, but the idea of a multi-purpose venue, I think, really adds a lot of different things that guests can experience, so it's far less limiting. The idea of maybe one day there's bumper cars, and the next day there's the flying trapeze school, which, by the way, I'm not going to be doing flying trapeze school, but I am all about bumper cars. You know, little variety is always great, so it's not always, you know, you've done one thing, and then you've, you know, you've done it for the rest of the cruise. No, they're just going to be changing all day. Another really cool innovation coming to Quantum of the Seas will have a brand new lounge called 270 that's two decks high and features a 270-degree panoramic ocean view, hence the name. Now, 270 is going to be, there'll be a cafe here as well and, and an ice bar. At night, the whole 270 lounge is going to be reconfigured to become like a Cirque du Soleil style show with five robotically controlled 100-inch LCD television screens to provide digital backdrops. I think, really, this is going to be an underrated aspect of Quantum of the Seas. And it really sounds amazing, both in terms of technology and ambiance. I love the idea of this multi-purpose. Again, in the daytime, it's a cool place to go, have a drink, read a book, enjoy the view. And at nighttime, it's a whole new show area. And the best part is it's, it's one area, so they don't have to dedicate another whole new venue just for something else. It's cool. Now, there's also going to be Ripcord, which is a skydiving simulator. And basically, it's an enclosed tube where high-speed fans push air up into you so you get the sensation of skydiving without you know (laughs) the fear of dying now ripcord is being made by a company called ifly and there's a few of these ripcord simulators actually all around the country so if you want to go try this out like now you can go do that what i think about look am i the most interested in in skydiving simulators probably not but i do think this is a quintessential royal caribbean offering and it really follows in the footsteps of some of the other things Royal Caribbean has done, like the rock climbing wall and the flow rider, in terms of offering guests something that's really hard to do elsewhere. It's not something, you know, even though there are flow riders around the country, there are rock climbing walls around the country, and there are skydiving simulators around the country, it's not the easiest to find. There's also some other things that we know about Quantum of the Seas. So here's a couple of them. First of all, Royal Caribbean says on average, the staterooms on Quantum of the Seas will be about 9% larger than those on the preceding Oasis class. And larger staterooms, as we all know, is always a good thing. That's great. Also, don't worry. Some of your other Royal Caribbean favorites will be on the ship, including the Flowrider, Theater, Casino, and the Royal Promenade, although it's going to be slightly different than we know it currently. I think it's going to be basically a scaled-down version. We're not, we'll get more details as we get closer. Also, Jimmy Rhodes will be the cruise director. Some of you may have cruised with Jimmy on some other Royal Caribbean cruises, and he's well-loved among many different people out there, and it's a great choice. Also, Royal Caribbean is helping to build a brand-new cruise terminal in Cape Liberty, New Jersey, just for this ship. So it's going to be a brand-new terminal, and even if you've cruised on, say, Explorer of the Seas, out of Cape Liberty, it's going to be a whole different experience, and that new terminal should be ready just in time for Quantum of the Seas to come out there. So... In a nutshell, that's what we know about what's coming to Quantum of the Seas. Now, rest assured, Royal Caribbean has lots more planned because we still don't know much, if anything, about the dining on board and some other entertainment options. We also don't know about the Broadway show that may or may not be coming. We're pretty sure that there is one coming. We don't know what it's going to be, but we have some indications that they're probably working on some show to come there. And again, following that trend that they've been doing recently of adding Broadway shows that has been really, really popular. I'm really excited about Quantum of the Seas because it sounds like it's the sort of cruise 
ship class that has really put Royal Caribbean on the map before. Technologically speaking, it's going to be a beast, and that's a good thing. Royal Caribbean is always looking for ways to use tech that will improve the guest experience. And to that point, I actually interviewed a design manager working on Quantum of the Seas for an article that was actually posted last week on Royal Caribbean Blocks. So you check that out. I'll put the show note, link in the show notes to it. But she told me that the designers are calling Quantum of the Seas, quote, the technology ship because of how much tech they're putting in there. And as a nerd, <laughs> I really enjoy that. I think it's great. I'm really looking forward to geeking out on the ship. Now, because we don't know everything about the ship yet, I don't think it's quite fair to start comparing it to other ships, but I do believe that everything we've been told so far points to this being a really cool ship. The innovations on board, along with the beauty of the renderings, really point to another great family cruise ship. I think Quantum and Seas isn't, gonna, isn't trying to outdo the Oasis class, but rather it's the offspring of Oasis of the Seas and Freedom of the Seas. Now, both of these ships are among the best Royal Caribbean ships ever built, so I'm expecting more of the same with Quantum. The other reason I'm really excited about Quantum of the Seas is because Royal Caribbean is indicating that it's a really big deal for them, and they're going to try everything they can to make the ship blow everyone's expectations out of the water. We're about a year away from the inaugural cruise sailing, and you can expect an avalanche of more news coming regarding the ship. Now, Royal Caribbean is going to loosen that faucet handle of news as we get closer to that first sailing, so you need to be prepared for the coverage from every angle. And of course, Royal Caribbean blog will have as much and everything and everything <laughs> that we can post on there about this new ship, so stay tuned. Now, I also want to mention that Royal Caribbean blog, speaking of which, is planning a group cruise for all of our blog readers and podcast listeners on Quantum of the Seas for the March 21st, 2015 sailing. And I'm inviting you to join us. And I'm serious. This isn't just a generic thing. I really want everybody listening to this podcast to join us for it. I'm going to post a link in the show notes for information on how to book into our group package. But I promise you that if you enjoy this podcast and or the blog, you're really going to love this group sailing that we're working on. And I really hope as many of you can possibly join us as, as we can, because I think it's going to be an amazing time spending a week exploring this brand new ship together. Let's go to our listener feedback, one of my favorite things to do ever. And we're going to start with an email from Tom and Diane Tronowski. Matt, in terms of the changes coming to the Voyager class, no more dance nightclubs on Voyager class, the vault on Voyager, the chamber on Explorer, Jesters on Adventure, the dungeon on Navigator, and Dragon Layers on Mariner. Very sad if Royal Caribbean is eliminating it for the sake of more rooms and a few more dollars. Just when they eliminate smoking so all can enjoy the dance and nightclubs, Royal Caribbean eliminates them. Other than these clubs on Voyager and Freedom Class, Royal Caribbean has no dedicated dance venues each night. They just have multi-purpose venues, including the Viking Crown Lounge, that change each evening and have limited dancing on a small floor, so no dedicated DJ. Looks as if Royal Caribbean is telling the 21 to 30 crowd, don't bother, head on over to Carnival, etc. What Tom and Diane are referring to is the news that Royal Caribbean is going to be adding a number of staterooms to the Voyager class as part of its refurbishments that are coming up. And if you look at the new deck plans for the ships post-refurbishment, you're going to notice that a lot of these rooms are coming at the expense of public venues like the clubs that Tom is talking about here. You know, on the one hand, yeah, it's always sad to lose venues and stuff like that. On the other hand, Royal Caribbean has been moving to more towards multi-purpose venues, as you pointed out. And I don't think that's necessarily meaning there's not going to be dancing involved. And having a dedicated venue is nice, certainly. It's great for theme. But, you know, at the other side of it, there's the opportunity for them to innovate a little bit and change. Plus, we don't also know exactly what it's going to be like. We have a lot of reports and 
and theories and speculation. So let's see what happens with it and how it actually turns out. Because you know what? I'm going to give them the benefit of the doubt here that it's not going to be you know, like it's going to be a dull, boring cruise or anything like that. I think there's going to be plenty of opportunities to dance. And being having been on even smaller ships like, say, the Radiance class that don't have these dedicated venues and have the multi-purpose venues like you're mentioning, like using the Viking Crown Lodge, they do a great job with the entertainment in terms of dancing, music, and what have you. So I think it's not the end of the world for these ships. I'm excited to see what's going to happen. And like you said, Tom, I think we just have to kind of see and, you know, of course, let Royal Caribbean know what we feel like about that. Next email is from Carl, who writes, Thanks for answering my question regarding Explore the Seas versus Celebrity Summit in episode 14. Just want to let you know that we decided to book Explore the Seas. I think I'd been leaning towards Explorer anyway, since I wanted to try out Royal Caribbean for a while now, and five days works better for our first vacation without kids. We've been to Bermuda before, but have never been to San Juan. You may ask, why didn't we pick the summit then? Well, we're just saving it for a future cruise. If we do the 6-9 on the summit, we'll just be rushing to the airport to get home to see our kids. I'd rather spend a day or two in San Juan before and after the cruise in order to see more of the city. My biggest fear that the ship might literally be falling apart by that point, but you convinced me that I didn't have to worry about that. Before booking, I also checked my travel agent, and she agreed with you. Listener Mark brought up an interesting point in episode 15 regarding running out of supplies and starting dry dock changes early. I did some research online, and it now appears the dry dock for Explorer has been moved to February 2015, so I don't think I'll need to worry about this this time, but I'll certainly keep it in mind for the future. I'll also let you know what I thought about our first Royal Caribbean cruise next year. I'm looking forward to listening to many more episodes of the Royal Caribbean blog podcast between now and then. Awesome, Carl. Thank you so much for the email, and it sounds like I think you made a great decision, and I wish you the best of luck. I think you're going to have a great time, and you're right. I absolutely want to know about your cruise. In fact, this goes to everybody. If you're back from a Royal Caribbean cruise, let me know how you liked it, what you liked about it, what you didn't like it, new things you tried. I love hearing about that kind of stuff, so you can always email me, matt, M-A-T-T, at royalcaribbeanblog.com. Thanks, Carl. Next is an email from uh, Christopher Percy. Very interesting podcast in episode 15, Why to Book a Royal Caribbean Cruise. You hit all the high points on cruising with Royal Caribbean and gave cruisers an insightful view on how to manage the cost of a cruise. We've traveled on several cruise lines and always return to Royal Caribbean time after time because of the overall value. There are other cruise lines that do certain aspects better or as well, but Royal Caribbean has found the right combination of wow, innovative ships, and overall value. Christopher, agree with you a thousand percent. I've been on other cruise lines as well, and you're right, there are some things that other cruise lines do better, in fact, I'll admit that. But... I think they lack in other areas, so it's not as evenly balanced. That's what I really love about Royal Caribbean. It's a consistent experience, and I feel like they balance a whole lot with what you get on board, the value of the ship, and so much more. And it just it really resonates with me. So I'm, I, I obviously love cruising the Royal Caribbean, and it sounds like, Christopher, you agree with me on that. Next, we have an email from Peter Lockhart of Scotland. Peter's a favorite listener of ours. Peter writes, was very interested to read about the new drink packages. Great idea. More variety, the better from Cruiser's point of view. One point, does the premium and ultimate include premium spirits such as Gordon's Gin and Smirnoff Vodka? I enjoy the uh, spirit. We had a wonderful 14-night cruise on Adventure Western Mediterranean. Ship was in great shape. We were impressed with the new main dining room menu. Had more meals in the main dining room than ever before. Still managed to stop at Portofino, though. Ship's crew was amazing, superb service, and went the extra mile every time. Looking forward to going on Oasis on March 1st and still enjoying the podcast. Keep the good work. How about some info on the specialty restaurant package and how that works? We might do that on Oasis. Peter, to answer your question, first of all, uh, the packages do include the spirits. The ultimate package includes basically 
they describe it as virtually everything. By the way, and we're mentioning these new packages, maybe you haven't heard. Royal Caribbean on last week, on the 15th of November, announced new unlimited alcohol packages that are going to augment the current packages. In fact, the, the, the old packages, you want to call them that, the select and premiums are still there. And they've added actually a couple of different items to them, notably a 20% discount on wine and the souvenir cup for the Coca-Cola Freestyle Machine on chips that support it. And they've also added an ultimate alcohol package, which, as I was getting to, says it basically includes virtually everything. So, yes, I think it's going to include pretty much everything you're, you're talking about there, so I wouldn't worry about that. You might want to inquire about... Again, the difference between ultimate and premium meaning, you know, if you have a particular brand you're interested in, and if it's only covered by one or one of the plan, then you may have to go with that one. To that point, you know, we posted this information again. This was just on Friday, so it's very, very new information about these new drink packages. But I think it's a great idea. I what I love about it actually is Royal Caribbean added some more packages. In the existing packages, they actually added more value, and they didn't change the price. Same price, so we got more stuff for the same amount of money in the select and premium packages. We got the ultimate package. And probably the biggest change of all, by the way, if you, if you haven't read it yet, besides the packages themselves, is now you don't have to have the package for every single eligible adult in the same stateroom. So if I'm in the stateroom, my wife is in the same stateroom, and I want to buy the alcohol pa- the limited alcohol package, and my wife does not, before, we would have to do that if we wanted it. Now, no problem at all. I can buy it. She doesn't have to buy it. It's great. I'll post a link in the show notes to more information about these packages, but I think... I, I, I gotta give my tip my hat to Royal Caribbean. They've really done a great job with that. More value for the same money in the existing plans and some new options as well. That sounds to me like a great uh, idea. And lastly, we have a message on Facebook from Susan Johnson Deenan. Dear Matt, can you give me some info on which ships have water slides? I have a hard time figuring out which ships have this amenity and which do not. My daughter is a water slide park junkie, and a slide would be a real perk for her. Well, there's some, I got some good news and I got some bad news. There aren't a lot of water slides on Royal Caribbean ships. In fact, only Radiance class ships have a small water slide that's adjacent to the kids' pool area. So unless your daughter's like, you know, I would say under the age of about eight or so, it's probably not going to be a big deal for her to go on that slide. Otherwise, there really aren't water slides to speak of on Royal Caribbean ships. It's one of those perks they just haven't done. I don't know why. It's just they haven't gone that route. Other cruise lines, I know, offer water slides as well. So from that standpoint, yeah, you're not going to get a water slide, unfortunately. But, you know, there are obviously some fun things. There's the water park again for kids. Don't forget the H2O zone, some of the newer ships. And the H2O zone is available on the Oasis class. It's going to be available on the Quantum of the Seas, Quantum class, as it were. So there you go, something to look forward to. And some of the Freedom class ships, in fact, I think all the Freedom class ships have it as well. And these are really cool areas. They're basically a water playground. So it's not a water slide. But there's a lot of opportunity to get wet and, and play in these interactive aquatic adventures, you want to call it that? I think your daughter's going to love that. So, no slide, but there is a water play area, and every kid I ever see in there is always having a blast. In fact, my daughter, who is about to turn three, loves that place. She can't get enough of it, and I think your daughter's going to be about the same thing. So, hopefully that works out for you, Susan. And you know what? That's going to do it for us today, but... You know, I always want your feedback. So if you want to be a part of this podcast, which I encourage you to, because I always want to hear what's on your mind, your comments, your thoughts, your questions, email us, Matt, M-A-T-T, at RoyalCaribbeanBlog.com. You can post a message on our Facebook page. We are Facebook.com slash RoyalCaribbeanBlog. Twitter, you can tweet us. We're at Twitter.com slash the RCL blog. So all that and more, please share with me everything on your mind about Royal Caribbean. Again, 
this show is not just about me talking. I want you to be a part of it, and I hope you'll send us your comments and everything like that. We can read them right here on the air. So until next time, I'm Matt Hotchberg, and we'll talk again soon.